You're listening to the AntsMarching.org podcast, the new brand of AM radio. Welcome back to the AntsMarching.org podcast. I'm here. My name is Matt. I'm with Jake and Joe. How are you guys doing? Hey, how's it going, everybody? Hello, everyone. All right. So now that Jake and Joe got their hopes in, which they were so badly needed. Thank um, you. We have uh, a lot of stuff to go over today. It shouldn't be a long episode like last, uh, last podcast, but number one is the band um, put out their first piece of promotion for the new album, uh, Big Whiskey and the Grugrox King. And it is a about two minutes long a video on YouTube about... The studio recording process. Some lucky fans from Canada got to visit the studio and got a taste of the beginning of the album. So, um, what do you say we just, you know, we'll kick this off, we'll play the clip, and then we'll uh, we'll go through it together. All right, how's that sound? Let's hear it. I thought you guys would nope. love that. All right, cool. Here we roll and go. To just a teaser saying, you know, Big Whiskey and the Grugrux King coming June 2nd. So, um, what are you guys' thoughts on that? Well, I want to say, um, if you want to hear it, probably even better quality than the podcast, uh, check out the site. Um, we'll link straight to it so you can listen to it. Um, but we, we know the name of the song, right, Jake? Yeah, we believe that would be, um, what, what is it now? Sh- Shake Me Like a Monkey, I believe, is what it is. Is that correct, guys? It's that not Shake sure Monkey. That is, um, what we believe based on the information that you've gleaned from certain sources, I guess. Yeah, I think that's what it was. We uh, Apparently, Shake Your Monkey is a lyric in it someplace. Um, not exactly sure how that works out, but anyway, it's supposedly in there, and, you know, it's really Shake Me Like a Monkey, and it sounds pretty good. It, what it reminds me of is a little bit of like Dire Straits' Money for Nothing, the way it starts off, that little kind of prelude, but it also reminds me, in, in far as Dave Matthews' songs, is um or Dave Matthews band songs uh, is if you listen to the deed is done from um, October fourth of ninety five it's when they play that show outside of Woodstock they they do that at the beginning of deed is done they do like a little prelude to it and then kicks it in kind of reminds me of that a little bit I get um heartbeat like uh, reminiscent of listener supported before Rapunzel I just get you know um. Just, you know, Boyd and, and, and Carter backing up Roy. I, it, it just sounds a lot like Heartbeat to me. I know that, yeah. I mean, that, it's, it's not that far from there. I mean, they take songs and kind of, you know, meld them into other things. So that could be a kind of like a reworking of it. What What do you guys think? Okay, so, right, this is the opening track, right? It's going to break out. Now, do you think the intro with Leroy is tracked separately? And then when, the, when Carter comes in is when... Uh, 
uh, you know, Monkey Starts, or do you think that's all gonna be that the Little Rain is gonna be part of that song? Uh, I, I, oh, I, sorry, Jake. I'm gonna jump in on you. I think it's gonna be a separate track. I do too. Yeah, very much like Pentalonaga Pampa Rapunzel. I think you're gonna see the same kind of cut up here. I think we are all in agreement on that. Yes. Okay. Then the follow up is: What happens when they play it live? Do they do they do the intro to the song, or do they go straight into it? Well, you know, there's two different ways they can do it, and you know, this might be a song that ends up opening shows. Also, they could have uh, Coffin do the part, or maybe they'll just play that version of Roy over the speakers, and then have the whole band bust in and do it. That's an option too. I would like that. I think that would be pretty good. Yeah, this the CD is going to start with some energy, if I can tell from this little clip that we have. That would be cool. You know, I never thought about that, possibly playing it off the CD, which is Roy's recording. That's interesting, and it's kind of like uh, be a nice tribute thing, too. You know who did that? The Bee Gees did that, actually, with a Barry Gibbs song after he was dead. See, it all comes back to the Bee Gees in the end, really. Or at least for you. <laughs> you love the Bee Gees, admit it. Everything comes back to me, at least for me. <laughs> well, at least Joe's not self-centered. No, not at all. <laughs> um, just a, a little shout out too to our Ants Plus members. Um, checking out the uh, checking out the podcast while we're recording it live. We got about fifty people in here right now, live listening and watching us record this. Um, if you want a chance to jump in on the show while we're doing it live, you know, ask some questions because we'll be taking some questions a little later. Uh, check out Ants Plus. Um, a link right at the top of the site. So that was Definitely. my shame, shameless plug. Um, also about the video, here's my thoughts on it, right? Here's what I thought when I saw, well, after I got excited about the video, then these are my kind of later thoughts of it, being kind of from the marketing side, uh, was that, you know, this video, the way it was laid out, is it's pretty much intended for for hardcore DMV internet fans, really. It, it, this is not something you're going to share to somebody that doesn't know DMV. It's not going to get excited at all. It's going to get just the hardcore fans, you know, excited. So what I'd like to see is something more kind of universal that will, you know, introduce other fans to, to this album, get them excited. And usually that happens to be the single that happens and you hear it on the radio. But in, from what from past experiences, DMB doesn't really get very good radio love from the radio stations. So I think I think if, if, we're, if it'll happen, I'm, I, I, I want to, you know, I'm on team and make it happen. Uh, let's get the single. Let's get whatever we can to to out you know and to fans that don't know DMB or do know DMB something more hardcore, more you know more more concrete, uh, so we can you know spread it. And I think the internet's a big part of that, and with ants and everything else. But I think this video was definitely geared towards the hardcore DMB internet fans. Yeah, I think that that's that's the case. And one thing I think you're going to see in the very near future, like in a couple days, is the beginning of a media just onslaught by DMB. You're going to see Dave popping up in interviews, some other interviews with uh, with other band members, uh, hyping the album up. There's a couple different um, national magazines and newspapers that are going to be talking to the band and a lot of radio stuff also and some TV stuff too, but not um, – not Jimmy Fallon just yet, although that could change. But as of right this very second on April Fool's Day, they are not scheduled to do Jimmy Fallon. But that could all change. But I think you're going to see a big push up until June. Because, you know, really, they're going to have two months. They're going to have this little tour and then all of May to hype this thing up. So I think what, you're going to see a lot of DMB. 
and they'll be on tour during this, which would be a great opportunity for Dave and the band to, while they're on tour in all these different cities, stop in at radio stations and let's hear a couple clips or let's get some, let's get Dave playing some acoustic something at the radio stations in all the different cities. Yeah, I think, um, you know, what we've been told is that, you know, expect a lot more, uh, as Jake would say, soon. Um, I wouldn't doubt them coming out with, you know, another teaser clip in a matter of days, it wouldn't shock me. I, you know, I don't hold me to that. But um, they, I have a feeling that once the ball starts rolling, which it just has, uh, it's really going to steamroll and, and gain some steam pretty fast. So hopefully we'll be seeing uh, a little bit more uh, insight into the recording process and ultimately hear some more music, um, you know, within the next few days. That's my hope. I think you will. Do you? I do. That's my uh, my prediction, That's is that you'll hear a couple of little uh, leaks popping out here and there. <laughs> well, we um, speaking of you know the the album and song tracks like the Shake Me Like a Monkey, uh, Jake, we um, we have some information um, based on a couple sources of track names for uh, what we got about six uh, album uh, title uh, tracks. So um, you know I'm going to run through them and right now I mean we have it previously mentioned where they come from. Is it uh, Rolling Stone, Lying in the Hands of God. Yeah, that was the first one, right, Joe? Yes, that was the first one we got. And, and, and the theory is that um, Rolling Stone actually did an interview uh, a long time ago, uh, right after Leroy's passing. Uh, and, and that's the one that's going to feature Dave and Leroy's, you know, back and forth, Leroy playing and Dave scatting um, right back at each other, kind of dueling each other. So a lot of excitement about that one. And uh, another, we got three others. We have um, we had first were YAM, and the the rumor is that that 23 second video clip that um, was put up on YouTube and ultimately taken down, but we snagged it and put it back up was uh, was YAM. Is that is that Joe and Jake? I believe that's what somebody told me that uh, Stefan sort of basically said yes, it is that in one of his uh, I believe the correct pronunciation is tweets. Oh, okay. Is that correct, I- Matthew? Proper usage of the term, I believe. Well done. Wow. Thank you. Not Thank quick. you very little. What? So yeah, that's supposedly that song is why I am, and uh, I don't have the list in front of me, so you guys are gonna have to tell me what else. Uh, uh, we got fun the way it is, which reminds me of you know stolen away on whatever damn street it was in New York, and and uh, the ain't it funny how time slips away. That's what it sounds like to me. So let's hope it's not in that realm. I'm sure it's a mix of the two songs. We have the aforementioned Shake Me Like a Monkey, which is what we just heard in the YouTube clip. Uh, We also have Dive In, uh, Time Bomb, Spaceman, and Squirm, although Squirm is now spelled the proper way instead of with the K and all that kind of cute web 2.0 stuff. Yes, and um, I forgot what I was going to say because I just saw Joe put his freaking sunglasses on. (laughs) 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 Not to throw anybody off. Uh, Dive In is um, one of the tracks that we heard about that when we listed the songs up on, on Ants on the main page was we kind of um, held that one back a little bit by, by request. But um, that's the only one that's going to be on there, and that's supposedly one of the songs that's a little uh, longer in length, sort of um, sort of in that, you know, sort of like seek-up feel of the of the longer six- or seven-minute songs. That'd be nice. Well, yeah, uh, well, Jake, what you've also said, too, in the, in the, the news item on the front page is that uh, people who have heard the tracks during the listening parts in New York City and L.A. over the last couple weeks were, they called the album different and a new style for the band. 
and that the the album was closer to Crash than it was to Stand Up, whatever that really means. I, I mean, that's you know that that's what you know people have been telling me is if if you lined up all the albums and said this album sounds most like the album that you would pick out would be Crash, and you know take that for what it means. You know, I, to me that sounds like you know, a pretty good album. But, you know, that's, you know, just a couple people's perspective and, you know, how close is it to Crash? That's the question. No, Crash has sold what? Have they sold over 10 million copies of Crash? 10 million, 11 million, whatever it takes. Yeah, I think they, they have. Uh, that, they would be pretty happy if it ended up being down that road. So, um, yeah. And it's definitely a much better thing than to go back to say, well, it's more like every day than it is like stand up. Well, what does that mean? <laughs> well, yeah, they, they don't want it. That's not going to be the marketing ploy. It's going to be follow up to stand up. All right, <laughs> yeah, album that over one million people were okay with. Nice, uh, that'd be nice marketing right there. Uh, the follow up to stand up, uh, which you know, special guest producer Gellard. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's interesting that some of the information is starting to leak out now. We've probably got about half of tracks, um, track names at least. We've got. You know, 90 seconds of music to, to pour over. Um, there has, you know, already been analyzed. And, um, you know, basically, hopefully we'll have some more stuff soon, I guess. Um, word from the camp is they've got a a real interesting marketing campaign coming. We'll see. We'll see. We You know, we've had promises in the past well, that really haven't panned out. There's has been no new album website either. Well, what I should say is, uh, from, and correct me if I'm wrong, the album is officially done now, um, and I think the last thing that took place, and what's the last thing that takes place with a lot of albums, is the artwork associated with the album. Uh, uh, we found out that Dave's doing a little sketch that's going to be the cover art, apparently, and uh, so that will make an interesting album, and I guess that will mean that, again, we will have another album that doesn't feature the band uh, on the cover. Yay. I like that. Which is, a, which is a good sign. Um, one other thing, did we talk about all the songs yet? Uh, you mean the stuff that was rumored to be on there, or hoping, or otherwise? Yeah. No. The, Your the list. New, new songs, did you list them all? List them one more time for everyone. All right, we have Why I Am, Funny the Way It Is, Shake Me Like a Monkey, Lying in the Hands of God, Dive In, Time Bomb, Spaceman, and Squirm. Actually, Matthew, if you pardon me, there's one more that we can mention that I actually don't know the name of. But there is going to be one more song um, that I know about. I don't know the title of it, but it's going to be sort of in that one sweet world kind of feel, that sort of, you know, earth good plan. So there's going to be something along that those lines. And, and I don't know the name of it exactly, so I don't want to throw something out there. But one more. You're totally we... angling for Miss Chloe's TV's position, aren't you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Swami. Well, okay, so new songs, that's you know, six, seven tracks right there. How about, um, you know, what we thought was going to make the album, but now, like, for example, Shotgun. I mean, is that gone? I mean, have we forgotten about that, or is there still a shot? I think it's out. I, I'm I'm 90-something percent positive that it did not make the cut, unfortunately. I told you guys from the beginning that album was going to be all new. Well, I didn't say it was all new. You know, and, you know, new is a relative term. You know, new to some people might not be new to other people. You know, there's... There could be some sound check songs that pop there that are going to be very familiar to everybody that's following along, holding up pictures right now, and and you know we'll all know and other people won't. So, hmm. well, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not saying any break for it or anything like that, but I'm just saying that you know there's a couple that are 
real that were real close to making it. And uh, I, I think that a couple more have a chance. So do you do you see it making a uh, an, a a bone CD? Is do you see a bone CD coming with the album, or do you think it's just going to be a standalone you know album with no extra music? What do I think? Yeah, uh, I think that they probably have enough material to do a bonus disc, and it's, gonna, it's just going to be a matter of what kind of bonus disc are they going to do? Are they going to do a bonus disc that's basically going to be from the last two years? Of stuff, you know, they've got, you know, half a song, you know, they got six or seven songs they can put on there easily. Shotgun, Idea You, Cornbread, Ehe. Now you can throw uh, Sweet Up and Down on there. You know, they, they've got enough to make half an album. So they could go that route, and all those songs are recorded anyway. You know, Break Freeze out there, that was all over the boards from uh, 2006. They had a recording that was played. So I, I think there's a chance of that. I think that they've produced enough songs up to it. Now it's just going to be a matter of someone saying, yes, let's go ahead and press the album, go ahead and release it with the disc in some form. It'll, it'll be interesting to see if they choose to do that. I'm, it's, it's, six, one, it's weird because, I mean, do you want to, you want to make it a great package to buy, but if the album is as good as we all hope it is and, and from what it sounded like so far, I mean... Do you really want to dilute the attention away from the bonus disc, or do you risk? Do you even risk doing that, or is it only going to serve to make it better? I mean, uh, would you rather? See, that, that's kind of my thing. I, I don't know why we need it. Would you yeah. rather save it and you know work the next album and put it a year and a half instead of making us wait uh, four plus years between albums? I I, I hear you. I, I don't know why we need more studio stuff. What, it's going to end up like Trouble with You. I mean, how many times have you heard Trouble with You live? Right, right, zero. Are they going to play trouble with you? No. So I, I don't see the benefit of this except just to say, like, if there was some, you know, the, they think it's for the hardcore, say, here, take this, shut the hell up, leave us alone now. Which would be I, nice of them, too, for sure, but um, I don't think it's necessary. I, I don't either. That's I guess that's what I'm getting at. Is I just I don't see there's any benefit to it at all. Except for the people that are typing along going, yeah, we really want it. But no. right. other than that, I, I don't, I, to me, I, I, if I had my druthers, I would rather have a live show release as a bonus than a bonus disc of songs they're never going to hear again. And they've got plenty of live shows where they can afford to give a couple away. I agree. Well, um, we got a couple little bits of information to give out. Um, and one of them, I believe, has already been announced. Um, the Montreux Jazz Festival that's um, happening in Switzerland on July. Yeah, it's July 4th, isn't it? Um and that just got nothing announced. says Fourth of July like an afternoon in Switzerland. Absolutely, the, the country of independent of uh, of what what, am I, what word am I looking for here, Jake? Um, you know, not aligned with either side. Uh, neutral. Neutral. That's the word I'm looking hey. for. It took a while there. Dug it. Neutral. Thank you very much. So, um, yes, they're going to be playing um, at the Montreux. I believe it's called the Convention Center. Uh, doing some research on it. It looked like this festival, which has been in existence since the 70s, has bounced back and forth between a few sites, but just finally has kind of settled over, I think they spread it across like three stages at the what they call the um, Montreux Convention Center. So that's in Switzerland. Uh, I don't have a map, and I don't really know where it is. It's somewhere over by, you know, China, right? That's where Switzerland is. I think it's a little bit, I think it's near Australia. Don't we have a couple of Aussies around someplace? So... Um, that, that'll be cool, though. I mean, they keep sprinkling in these little things over in Europe, so I would expect that trend continue for them to be, keep adding uh, 
some more some more shows over there as time goes on, and that definitely will excite our, our overseas fans, um, European fans. So that's cool. Um, the band also announced that. Well, I don't know if they've announced this yet, but they are partnering up with um, Tom's Brand Shoes and on the Vagabond Tour 2009. So Tom's is sponsoring the, um, a whole host of dates, um, and, they're, and they're co-hosting them with. Uh, Dave Matthews Band, and basically what they're doing is they're embarking on a nationwide tour of college campuses this spring, and Dave Matthews Band is on board as the official soundtrack of this tour. So for every pair of Tom's shoes that you purchase, Tom's will also give a pair to a child in need, which is a real nice cause, and it's nice that the band has partnered up with Tom's to, um, you know, to take up this charitable initiative. It's real good. So um, I would expect more on that on uh, Dave Matthews Band's main site, any day now, any any moment now, actually. It should be up tonight. So um, definitely check that one out. It's a cool thing that the band's doing, and they've always been into charity, so it's just another another example of that. Um, and another uh, thing that I want to mention, and I think Joe and Jake are excited about this, is I, as this has been in the works for a couple weeks now. But in addition to Monoloco, we have a few other venues to announce um, participating in our AntsMarching.org after party in downtown Charlottesville. Cheaper drinks! <laughs> so what you what we're doing is um, Monoloco is very close to the downtown Charlottesville area. It's, it's basically right in the heart of it. And there are a few venues that are all in walking distance to Monoloco that have joined in and said, okay, if I see you with your wristband, with your, um, your bracelet, that you picked up at Monoloco, you're going to get drink specials at my establishment too. If you go to the um, the Charlottesville RSVP page at antsmarching.org slash seville2009, you'll see that we added a paragraph towards the bottom. Um, three, three new establishments joined in on this. Um, one's called Ten Sushi, which is, um, you know, Japanese cuisine. We have the Blue Light... Really? Grill. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, um... We have I a, thought I had to do with numbers. I'm glad. If you like Grill and Raw Bar and The Box are all offering Ants exclusive specials on drinks as long as you have that wristband. So don't just go right there straight ahead you'll be able to get the specials. You just um, you have to stop by Monoloco, pick up your wristband, hang out for a minute or two, say hi, and then you can uh, go on your way to the other um, establishments if you if you feel like it. So um, it's something that we're really excited about. We're kind of getting the entire heart of Charlottesville in on this party. Uh, I think it's going to be massive. I'm real excited for it. I don't know about Jake and Joe. These guys seem kind of somber on it. Uh, no, I'm freaking excited. I think it's going to be a blast. Uh, uh, it's going to be huge, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And it's going to, we're going to, we're all going to, it's going to end Friday night, right? And we're going to be like, oh, let's do this all again. But we're all going to be too spent to do it again. So uh, it'll be a good time. Yeah, and we, we did our bracelets in, so um, hopefully we'll have plenty for everybody. And uh, it's, uh, it's definitely going to be cool. Uh, we're just real excited about the food and meeting all the people, and we're going to get some good exclusive music and all that. So, And we're just showing the uh, Ants Plus members here watching live our um, little sneak peek at the bracelets. These bracelets will glow in the dark. So the idea is to pick it up at the, uh, at the party Friday, and then on Saturday for the show, if you're there, wear it, and hopefully when the lights go out, um, boom, they glow. So you'll see... In theory. That's usually what happens when we go in the dark. So, uh... Yeah. And they're going to look cool, despite what people are saying about them right this very second, but they are going to look very nice. Yeah, apparently they're not too popular. And I'm, I got everybody's name who, uh... who, uh, knocked it down, and you won't be getting one, so... And I, I tell you right now, my <laughs> wife will kill all of your tukuses for trying that, because she actually 
was pushing the colors very hard. So you don't want to mess with her. Ask Joem. <laughs> oh, yeah, don't mess with her. She, yeah, that's all. Don't mess with her. But uh, we're real excited, and we're, we're planning on having another podcast um, right before the tour starts to kind of go over the um, the final details of the party and what to expect and, and all the other things that are going on, the set list game, all kinds of stuff like that. We have some interesting stuff going on with Twitter. It's going to be real cool. Come tour time. You're going to like it. So, and then, I know we haven't talked about this, so I'm about to lay this on you too uh, as a surprise. Um, but then at some point, we're going to do another, probably do a uh, podcast uh, from Seville at some point. That's the plan. Um, we are. <laughs> I told you I was laying it on you. Wow. Dropping well, uh, mad knowledge. Somebody just asked if uh, what happened to the Twitter contest. We did run one already that um, basically the object was to retweet what we posted to get people to, you know, come check out the site. And at random, we picked her, and we, they sent a, uh, an Ace Marching Static uh, window cling for free. So that was, uh, you know, we don't want to go overboard with too many contests. Um, we got to keep Jake's wife in diamonds and furs, first and foremost. But uh, definitely going to have another one coming up pretty soon. Um, so it, it, that's something that we have a lot of fun with with Twitter. It's something that we found that, you know, drives a lot of traffic and lets us get our information out a little faster. You know, the and thing also I'll... you can hit your max Twitter, which I found out when I was at Epcot uh, a couple days ago. I did not know that you can only Twitter something a day, or they untweet you. <laughs> did not know well, that. You, actually, actually, that's only you, I think. Yeah, you probably did that for me. Do you guys want to take a couple questions from uh, your adoring public that are streaming on here? While while they post a few questions, I do want to make one more announcement about the Shortsville Show. Um, if anybody has a video capable cell phone. Uh, it definitely is advised that you bring it and have it at the ready. Uh, Mr. Joe M. will be singing the Sienna song in front of everybody because we had a little bet in place that if Ohio State won the Sienna game, I had to sing that song. The Ohio State, I think, what, spell the state over and over because that's how they practice for their, their grammar or test their spelling over there. Um, and if Sienna won, Joe would have to do, uh, you know, sing the better teams fight song. And not only did Sienna beat the biggest school in uh, in the field of six four in terms of uh, population. My school, the smallest, but they also took Louisville to the wire, being up by one with four minutes left too. Which, and and, and where, where are they now? Three the minutes ago. Uh, they're uh, finishing up the popcorn that Ohio State already had a uh, head start on by uh, <laughs> by a few nights. So uh, let's see. What do you think? Um, what do you think? Let Jake? me let me answer a question real quick that I just saw flash by me that I'm not going to scroll up for because I don't want to crash this thing again. Um, is there going to be an EP disc and a bonus disc? If they're going to do a EP, I'm guessing they're also going to do a bonus disc that's going to be separate from that. And it's going to be really good. So keep that in mind also. Okay. You know what? You know what? Another thing we didn't mention, I don't think, since our last uh, podcast was the Warehouse 5 slash 8 that has been announced. Uh, and what we got on that uh, coming out probably in the next... Uh, uh, one to nine months is um, PP and Rapunzel, Loving Wings uh, from 07, a drive in, drive out from 96, see, Satellite, and uh, if I had it all, it would be the five, and then the extra bonus for everyone that's uh, been able to be in the warehouse for more than three years, uh, Break Free, such to say, with uh, anyone seen the bridge, and Too Much. Nice. That was a good good job out of you. Did you research that? Uh, I just read off of our site, oddly enough. Wow. <laughs> And of course, they get "If I Had It All," which nobody wants to hear. And if they do want to hear, it, they want to hear the one from West Palm, and that's not the one they release. So, yeah, whatever. 
Okay, and then I also saw another question. They've they've had, there have been a few people asking um, if they've chosen the single or what we're looking about. Uh, you know, what kind of time to expect it? And have either of you heard anything? About we, got what? we got the rumors. What did you, I didn't hear the question, Matt. I was not paying attention as always. The uh, the single, Jake. What are your thoughts on? You know, have they picked it yet? Uh, you know, or it's when... between two songs. They haven't decided the order yet of them. Uh, one's going to be the first single. One's going to be the second single. Um, and last I heard, which was not that long ago, they still literally have not decided which one they're going to release. But it's probably going to come available somewhere around tax day, April fifteenth, and um, then it'll pop up there. How's and you'll hear really which fun? one they chose, and whichever one they didn't choose is going to be the second one. Hmm. Well, let's hope that there's a little better promotion this time around. It seems like the last couple of albums, singles just kind of dropped, and there wasn't much fanfare, and we people didn't even know, you know. What I was, mean, it's, 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 I, I don't know if it's so much the fault of the band. It's uh, it's, it's the current state of, you know, uh, franchise mainstream radio. It's, you know, DMB doesn't fit their their criteria it doesn't fit their puzzle pieces and so uh, it doesn't make it doesn't make a lot of rotations and so it's, a, it's an uphill battle for dmb so like i said uh we're gonna do our own part via the internet to get people excited about the new album and, and if they don't know about dmb uh let them know about it and, and i wouldn't doubt to see um album pre-order release details release at the same time or shortly thereafter after the single comes out i mean they want to maximize the hype to generate sales so I wouldn't be surprised to see um, those two things tied together. I can see that. Well, I'm trying to read what else. All I see is questions about Britney Spears, which I don't understand why. Do you guys have uh, anything else to uh, to mention? Uh, I think we got it all in there. But like I was saying, everybody keep your ears uh, peeled. I think you're going to see a lot more DMB in the media and magazines and such in the next two to four weeks. Oh, and about guests on the album. Um, just kind of, you know, they can edit out guests as easily as they can put them in, so I don't know who edited out, but there were there were people in the studio, so there's a good chance that, um, that they're going to keep some of those people in there, and you're going to hear a couple of uh, guests on the new album. I'm not one of them. No, Joanne no. is not one of them. Yeah, and, and like, you know, like the, Danny Barnes was there. We all knew he was there. He recorded on at least two songs and maybe three. Um, did they keep all his parts in? I don't know. There was other people in there too. I don't know if they kept them in or not. It's just going to be a matter of you know the editing process. It's, it's not that hard to remove a track if they don't want it. And uh, and what's the name of the guy that we saw that was taking pictures with the band? Does anybody know? Somebody maybe on Plus knows. Bob Hope. Was that was who it was? <laughs> there it is. It was ben ben is. Jaffe is that his name? Yeah, yeah, he's got a big mop on his head. So uh, he was taking pictures of the band. Um, if, you, if you haven't seen it, check out the boards. We've got a couple um, videos from the band doing the photo shoot for uh, for some of the promotional pictures you've been seeing on the web. Um, Who's Ben Jaffe, by the way? And he was in, he was uh, he was part of it. Uh, he was part of the pictures, and you also see which I have no idea, and maybe someone can correct me, but possible origin to uh, the term "big whiskey" uh, was uh, is from that video also. Interesting. Yeah, I, I don't know if they're really going to reveal through Big Whiskey title because I think that's a little um, one of the stories, you know what I mean? 
Yeah, it could be an inside thing, too. I mean, I was talking with a friend of mine about, uh, you know, the shaky like, shake me like a monkey, and people were saying that, uh, yeah, it could have been an inside joke, things like that, so. I think we're getting a little feedback, because let's bail out of here. And all of a sudden, we're echoing a little bit. All right, all right. as good a time as any that we're wrapped up anyway. All right, so until next time, children. All right, Joe, All right. see you later. See you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the AntsMarching.org podcast. Visit AntsMarching.org and be part of the largest DMB community on the Internet. Show downloads, tour central, personal show stats, and set list game, and so much more. AntsMarching.org, the best stop for all things DMB.